<laughs> this is the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. I'm Jeff Thinoff. He is Adam Kahn. He's at AJKahn95. I am at Thit Happens on Twitter. We are brought to you by BetUS.com. Uh, go to BetUS. Get 125% bonus when you type in code DSP125. DSP200 gets you a 200% bonus using crypto. You can bet uh, sports, horse racing, pop culture, anything. they got so many things on there you can do it. You bet. You win. You get paid. BetUS.com. And, Adam, is, is there anything you like about the Steelers this weekend for a bet on BetUS? Uh, you, you could you bet. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight and a half. God, I think so too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why, why? There's there's nothing that gives you the indication, and I know that's reactionary. I know that's not it's not a lot. It doesn't provide a lot of foresight. It's kind of like well, what did they do last week. Well, that's good. but the evidence, you know, they are a bad. They're they're a a backup snapper away from being zero and four. Now you could also argue. You could also argue that they're a T.J. Watt away from being three and two. I mean, it's it, it can go both ways. Like I feel like New England and uh, and the Jets game, T.J. Watt would have been the difference maker. Sure, but but that's still that's masking. <laughs> Without him, uh, we are finding out what the true issues are in this team, and primarily uh, in the trenches. Right, I mean, defensive yeah. line is, is aging, and offensive line is still trying to figure things out. Uh, you know, receivers dropping passes isn't helping. The secondary is decimated this week. That's going to be a, 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 a huge vulnerable spot. So, but it's it's more than just, you know, can Kenny Pickett, you know, spark this team? Right. It, it's a. It has gone beyond that. Pickett. It's not fair to judge Pickett this season or this last past week. You can't really. You can't get a good vibe. Look, he threw over three hundred yards, and I, I know there's, you know, the no touchdown passes yet, and all. And he ran for a couple, obviously, in the game. Uh, against the Jets he was in, but it, it it's unfair to really try to get any kind of evaluation done on Kenny Pickett. You know what I mean? It is, and and this turnover ratio that uh, I keep reading about this week isn't really fair. They talk about six turnovers the last two weeks, four of those interceptions. I feel like only one of those interceptions was really a legit bat that you could that you could grade him on. Uh, two in, against the Jets were dropped. One was a Hail Mary. Uh, one of the other turnovers was a fumbled kickoff. Right. Which uh, James Pierre hadn't done at the la- very last minute. He was asked to sub in for uh, for Sims. So, you know, two no. costly turnovers. Uh, actually, the second one didn't even cost them because the, the Steelers blocked a field goal against the Bills. It was it was everything that happened right. after that. It was the actual team <laughs> that was right. at fault for the rest of that game. Um, th- it, this is I don't know, man. Like, th- there's 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 also not a lot to uh, lean on historically with these two teams. Uh, Tampa doesn't hasn't played Pittsburgh in, in three years, but beyond that, only, I mean, four times in, in the modern era, uh, right. as, as we like to say. Um, you know, the Brady factor, you, you could you could certainly uh, lean on. 312 yards per game in his career against the Steelers. That is actually the fourth highest average of all the teams he's faced. Uh, ironically, the number yeah. one team is the, is the Falcons, which he just went over his average last week. So, I know Tampa doesn't put up a lot of points this year, um, but 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 they man they're, they're they're no dummies man that's a that's a strong coaching staff it's they're they're deep that's the difference they are deep at many many positions and the Steelers are not no not at all the Steelers the injuries are killing them and everywhere the Steelers have got the injuries you know it's it's going to be exploited by Tampa Bay Brady's smart the team is smart so it's that's the way it's going to go it's going to look like. Um, it's going to be a situation where I think Tampa Bay is going to exploit everything about the Steelers. 
There are some things that statistically favor the Steelers this season. Uh, oddly enough, time of possession. They actually have they yeah. the leading Tampa in time of possession, which is bizarre because we've talked about uh, the, the fourth quarter failures of the offense uh, with all the three and outs uh, and the defense not being able to get off the field. Uh, Tampa also has problems getting off the field on third downs defensively. But I, again, like I don't think any of that, you know, it, it just throw out the record books with these two teams. Gonna, you know, it's, it's, not, it's it really can't be that simple. One team is experienced and savvy, and the other team is literally fumbling their games away uh, without the actual. I mean, they're just they're just tripping over themselves week in and week out, and it's and it's not. I feel like my I must have been naive this season, and and it's worked. You know, when you had Roethlisberger kind of carrying that team for so many years, uh, it just goes beyond the quarterback, man. Like, yeah. they've been hanging on to this core, right? You know, and and they 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 get they make singular moves to try to duct tape it together. Miles Jack this season, uh, Minka a couple years ago with the trade, um, but the drafts are not producing long term core value players. It's interesting, Adam, because they were able to, you know, it, we say Roethlisberger carried the team for so many years, which he did. The last couple of years, he hasn't carried them because he's been very below average, in my opinion. But they had enough depth and talent elsewhere to where you could put a duct tape situation somewhere uh, at a linebacker or at a defensive back or an offensive lineman. You could do that. But there's so many holes now. I mean, they're running out of places to put patches with how many different Right. Um, you know, how many different things that they have to fix. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hayward is, I mean, he just, he played out of his mind last year. And I feel like that's kind of taking a little bit of a toll. He's still, he's still solid, but when you don't right. have Watt, you know, like Minka can't roam free now without Watt around there. He's got to stay home more. Um, uh, Ogan Joby's hurt. I, I don't know how much of an upgrade he is from Stefan to it. Um, you know, Alulu is just aging. I mean, r- right before our eyes. And so you've got, You've got a couple of rookies and younger players, uh, uh, Leo for one, um, that you can try to, you know, see if they work. But that's that's a work in progress. Sure. That, you know, Loudermilk hasn't doesn't have the uh, uh, the sample size yet to to figure out if he's if he's a good plug and play guy. I mean, it's yeah. just there's it's depth and man, like we talked about this on Tuesday, man. The, the defensive line from 2018, yeah, which was a uh, Hayward to it, Alulu, and then Hargrave was their fourth and he's, right. you know, he's kicking ass in Philly now. So, you know, uh, uh, I, I just thought of this morning, uh, Mike Hilton, how much of an asset he was uh, in, in the secondary. Um, right. And so, you know, when you have all your money tied up in a quarterback and uh, it, it, it does damage. And this is the, I think this is the, the fallout. Um, yeah. and, and then on top of all that, the injury report, Mason Cole, questionable mink. All these guys are questionable. Mason Cole center. Uh, Fryermuth with concussion, uh, Ogan Joby with the back, and then the entire starting secondary: uh, Minka, Sutton, Witherspoon, Edmonds, and Levi Wallace. They're all uh, Edmonds. I think is going to be back this week. He's already starting practicing from a. Minka's going to play starting. this week, I think. Yeah, but 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 I mean, the entire secondary is questionable, yeah. and so then you guys got uh, you got like Trey Warren, Trey Norwood, and James Pierre, um, uh, Miles Killebrew. Uh, you can't throw these guys in cold essentially not having played much you know uh, they've gotten spot duties but against Brady man it's just he's just carve him up and it's going to set up the entire second half for uh, Leonard Fournette who by the way leads the team in offensive snaps this year for them I mean he's all over the place it doesn't have a great rushing average but he leads the team in receptions 
He's got uh, you know, four hundred and seventy some total yards uh through five weeks. I mean, he's he's very much uh especially as the receivers uh, are kind of on and off the injury report. Uh, Larry, uh Leonard Fournette has been their mainstay. Yes, he has been. Fournette's been he's got this second act going on now where he's doing really well in Tampa um after his stellar start in Jacksonville that he had before this. But um the Steelers it's hard to believe that Watt makes this big of a difference, but God, he covers up so many mistakes. We talked about that last week. It's just, mm-hmm. it's amazing how big of a loss he is to this team. And I'm going to point now, Adam, I know we'll talk about the offense here shortly, but I'm going to point now that with this team, I, I'm okay with a 1-16 season now. And let's just get a high draft pick. Let's take Paris. I saw the latest CBS Sports mock draft at the Steelers pick of like 6th or 7th or something, and they had taken Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. Offensive lineman, uh, left tackle. I'm fine with that. Let's go ahead and just blow it up and get the best possible defensive end or offensive tackle on this team. Uh, I'm okay if it's if it's on if it's line. Doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter yeah. where. I mean, yes, tackle or, or anywhere on the defensive line. Right. Uh, I, I agree. You have to start from within and work out at this point. Um, you know the likelihood of of this receiving group. Uh, you know. It, Pickens is probably the number one. I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, you know, uh, Claypool becomes uh, the third on the death chart soon. Sure. Uh, you got Austin coming back on offense. We, we do mention, we're going to talk about offense here in a minute. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. But yes, um, I'm not okay if they go 1-16. I know never what you mean. I, I just, I'll, ne- I'll never endorse that. Listen, okay. I don't care if they go 9-8 and eight and make the last wild card spot. I always want them to have a chance. I will always oh. stand by that. Okay, yeah. 9-8, I would love. I don't think it's po- – I'd also love if I had 35 Vestal Virgins in my room right now. It's not going to happen. So that's what I'm saying. I, I, I put that out there about the nine. And I, I, if nine and eight's an option, yes, sign me up. I'll take it. I'll work through that. Yes. I don't think that's an option, though, Adam. I don't think nine and eight's a realistic option with the schedule coming up. They're going to be one and five after this week, right? Yeah, most likely. Okay, uh, they still have to play. You know, Miami, Miami, okay. without two, Miami without Tua. That's yeah. not a possibility. Sure, uh, if you New get Skyler out there throwing or right. New Orleans with their with their spotty defense, I suppose that's possible. The red rifle. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Right. Uh but but Philly's gonna maul them. Um and Tampa most likely is gonna run away with this one too. Um Okay, would you rather be eight and nine or, or would you rather be eight and nine or two and fifteen? I'd rather be eight and nine because that means they'll be that means they'll be in the hunt at some point in December. And that's always that gets my blood boiling, man. I, I love December I got football. I got you. Uh, uh, you mentioned TJ Watt, obviously the 0-8 factor. Um, uh, their sacks drop two full sacks, 3.5 to 1. 1. 1.4 when he's not in the game, 3.5 when he is. Um, all right, uh, DeMonte Kazi, the former Cowboy and Atlanta draft pick. He led the league in interceptions in 2018. He is eligible to come off. He has been uh, come. He came off the suspended list. Uh, cheating for substance abuse uh, or substance something or other. Um, <laughs> something substance. Uh, I, don't know if it was, I don't know if it was a, a whatever. It I don't even know what it was. But it was right. a banned substance that was in his system. Uh, and right. he also got injured in the last preseason game. Uh, he is eligible to come off. I don't know if he is going to suit up this week. Um, it is. It is an interesting... I would really like to see him on the field paired with Minka. Uh, it's not going to be a difference maker. They have too many holes elsewhere. 
Right. Uh, but it is something to look forward to. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Uh, Tom did not mention it in this week's press conference. Um, so, but uh, he can do free safety. He can play in the slot. He can do strong safety if necessary. Uh, 52 tackles, four turnovers last season with Dallas started uh, 15 games. So, you know, it, it is another, it's, it, it could be another duct tape band-aid type of player. Right. That, you know, if combined with the TJ return and hopefully in a couple of weeks, that maybe we'll see some improvement and uh, some stability on the back end. I don't know, man. It's just it's just a player that, you know, I'm, I'm putting it on the spot now so that maybe in a week or two we can come back and say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah look at that guy. Right. But it's not, it's not going to make a difference now. Like, this week, no. Uh, are you at all surprised that not a single Pittsburgh wide receiver has caught a touchdown pass yet? That's so bad. What, what did the Eagles do that one year? It, it was like uh, I don't know, nine, thirteen weeks or something without a receiver yeah. catching a touchdown pass. Or, right, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no Steelers receivers caught a touchdown pass. It's been tight ends and running backs are running them in, but no Steelers receiver has caught a touchdown pass entering Week Six in a pass-friendly right. NFL where they protect a, a, the quarterbacks. A wide receiver, correct? Correct, wide receiver. Tight all ends right. have. So, all right, so Pickens obviously then would have the odds. On, he's the odds on favor, correct? I would think. Given, given you know, Deontay's got – he's averaging 10, over 10 targets a game. But oh, yeah. who gives a shit if you're dropping two or three and you're only right. catching four or five? I mean, yeah. um, all right, so, all right, Pickens. That's 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 going to be the pick. But is it happened this week? God. I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, Najee almost disappearing this season. Everyone's talking about getting Jalen Warren more time. I don't know if – God, man, it's so, what would surprise listen, you more if the Steelers scored seventeen points or more this week, or six points or fewer? What would surprise you more? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to go with the seventeen or more. Me too. That's sad. Uh, hmm. I think that I think both would be. I think the six and under would still. It would have me shaking my head like, what? No, this team's not that bad, are they? I mean, like, that's, <laughs> I'm still there. I'm still there. Right. I'm, not, I'm not through the denial phase yet of this season. Um, perhaps a couple more bludgeoning losses will, will do that. And, and this, right. like I said, this, this is another one. Um, uh, all right, so Tampa, their receivers have been up and down. Uh, missing. So Julio's missed three games. Uh, Godwin's missed two games. Uh, mm -hmm. Evans got banged up for one and a half. Uh, Gage actually is second on the team in snaps, but that's not going to last once these guys get healthy and moving. Um, but that's not up. Like last week, we talked about the Bills injuries and how many, you know, they were only down to two healthy receivers. Didn't matter. Not at all. Right. David, a questionable Davis uh, came in and, and annihilated them. So, uh, you know, against this suspect secondary, again, which five of the players are questionable, um, I, I just anticipate early and often. And then Fournette just pounding it in the second half. Yeah, yep. I that, I see that also. Yep, that's the same thing I see. I think that uh, it's a. I think the the Buccaneers can probably much like the Bills almost name their score. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, you know, I, I, give me something to look forward to, man. I'm out in the Laurel Summit Mountain uh, region near, near, near Ligonier. I'm going to the game. Uh, I'm, other than Permani sandwiches, what else do I have to look forward to? Give me something. Jalen Warren, maybe? Uh, I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's not a yikes as in, like, I don't like, dislike him. 
I'm right. just saying, like, you're, you're talking about the backup running back. I mean, what? I know. what? Okay, so Najee has not looked at all like Najee this year. He's looked, It's been bad watching Najee Harris run the ball. I was 1.8 yards to carry against the Bills. Not saying it's all his fault, but he's looked slow to me. He's looked heavy when he runs to me. Um, hot kettle, I know. But uh, in the last three games, Najee's had seven targets. Jay, uh, Warren had five targets alone against Buffalo and also five carries. I think that you will see them try to incorporate him more into the offense just because they need something. You know what I mean? They're going to try whatever. And I'm not saying it's going to be at the expense of Harris. I'm just saying I think you'll see them try to – I think 10 touches, like your 10 – you know, five catches – I'm sorry, five uh, um, targets and five sure. receptions. I think, I, I think that we'll see closer to 15 this week with some opportunity to get the ball in space and see what he can do. I guess so. Uh, George Austin the third might yeah. be able to suit up for his first game. Uh, you know, I don't think they're going to just throw him in there, you know, and give him 25 snaps or whatever, but um, I, I'd like to see him. That that's some that could be a, a not a wild card, because, again, I don't think he's going to be a difference maker, but that's another kind of like a DeMonte Kazi. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him in action and seeing – how he can help, I don't know, man. Like, if Deontay and Claypool are, are, are going to continue to let balls pop right out of their hands, mm-hmm. then these these new guys are, are going to get in there much, much faster. Yep. Um, and, I, you know, I, all right, so you got Warren. I got Austin the III. Um, I, I hope something pans out, man. Fryer Muth, you know, he hasn't practiced yet this week. That's going to be a huge blow if he can't suit That's up. Big, yeah. Yep. That's um, a big thing. And, and, you know, again, it's it's going to take more than – you know, it's weird because Claypool and, and Johnson have these acrobatic catches, and then they let, you know, some Simple. goal right, right <laughs> off their helmet. Yes, yeah. Right. Just, they make the tough one. Pick a side, will you? Right. Yeah, I don't um, – I don't know. I'm not even sure what would be considered I, – I don't know what would have to happen – what could really happen on Sunday that would make me feel good about, like, you know – Taking over 300 yards again, that'd be nice. You know, it means they're behind. I get that. But, you know, clean up on the turnovers. Um, I'd like to see a touchdown pass in there to a receiver if they can get that going. But I don't have high hope. I don't think on Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, you and I are going to be in celebratory moods at all about anything regarding this team. The Steelers will break the spread, will cover the spread if they get a defensive or special teams touchdown. And that's like, that's the only way. You're right. Yeah, that's the only way. So I agree with that. I think you're right about that. Yeah, I just I, I have no faith in this offense whatsoever, and I think I think Canada has to go. Yep. <laughs> that, that yep that yep. That's, what I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm signing off on. Yep. Okay. I don't know what the I don't know who the, what the answer is, but Canada's not the answer. But yeah. Yep. And like you said earlier, I, I'm with you. I was I was blindly. And foolishly optimistic coming into the season, thinking that you know there's a chance, and this Trubisky thing could really work out. It, it, these podcasts are pissing me off, man. I'm going to warm up my boo pipes for this weekend, man. <laughs> go do it. All right, go do it, Adam. This was fun, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for doing it out there in the wild, uh, taking the time to do it. And um, you're going to you're going to chime in with a uh, post game one again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't call the best color guy in the business for nothing. That's Adam Cobb. I'm Jeff Dunham. Thanks for tuning in to the Black and Gold Boys. <laughs>